0: Hi, I'm Michelle Morvan in the marketing department of Callaway's Nursery. Dallas-Fort Worth is our home. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now, here's Neil.
1: Thank you, Michelle, very, very much. Everybody's friend. She is a nice, nice person. Nice to hear her voice to get us off to a bright and sunny Sunday morning. It's beautiful out there. It's crisp. It's cool. A little bit uh, dewy. But, goodness gracious, this is an improvement. It's going to be a nice second half of the weekend. Welcome to my program. We're going to talk about gardening live on this last day. No, next to the last day of February. Happy 27th of February, and welcome aboard. So if I can help you, give us a call right now. Us being Mike Bass, running the boards and answering the phones, I'm answering the questions. The phone number is 800-288-WBAP. 800 288 9227 and you can call right now. We have three phone lines available to you. You get your choice of uh, whichever one is available. At the time you call through, you need to call pretty quickly if you'd like to grab one of them, 800-288-9227. If you are calling to ask about whether it's time to apply pre-emergent weed killers, no, you're about a week early in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and uh, the types that you would use are either HALT's, uh, uh, which is a a Scotts product, or Dimension, which is available in a couple of brands, uh, or uh, Bayland, which is available in a couple of brands. And uh, those are the granules. You apply them in early March, and you reapply them then 90 days later. I'll talk more about that, but I just thought I'd save Mike having to answer the phone with three consecutive identical questions. That's the question that comes up right now. So there you go. Otherwise, call with any other garden question, 800 288 WBAP 800-288-9227. We always begin the program with a visit with Steve Huddleston, public relations manager of the Fort Worth Botanic Garden and the Botanical Research Institute of Texas. And his second item on his agenda is one of my favorite plants, but first he's going to tell us what's going on in the garden. Steve, good morning. Good morning, Neil. So you have had your round of protecting plants from the wintertime again and again Hello? and again. Yes. Yes,
2: oh my this gosh. Last week. yes yeah. we had to take some precautions for cold and icy weather. Uh, we're still cutting back perennials and ornamental grasses, uh, mulching our beds. We have a few tulips and hyacinths that are blooming prematurely, as well as some early daffodils.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, the, uh, we're pinning butterfly pupae at our receiving room, uh, and once the butterflies emerge, we release them into the conservatory, so
1: I'll talk about that later. Okay good deal. What's your featured plant? This is the one that I consider one of my favorite spring flowering bulbs. Tell us about it.
2: Well, I love this one, too. It is summer snowflake. I don't know why we call it summer snowflake, because it blooms this time of the year. But this is Lecogeum estivum. This is native to the stream banks of southern France and prefers moist locations and heavy clay soil. And we have heavy clay soil here in north central Texas. So this is one that does well in full sun or the shade of deciduous trees Flowers are white, bell-shaped, and have a little green dot on the tip of each petal. Very dainty. I like that. Uh, Attractive, dark green foliage that looks somewhat like daffodil foliage, but a little wider. And uh, these look best planted in large drifts, not in a single row, but in large drifts, swaths, if you will, Uh, maybe 25, of at least 25 bulbs or so. There is a cultivar called Grave Tie Giant that has larger flowers in this
1: species, but... uh,
2: Anyway, both are nice, and they're blooming this time of the year.
1: This is a plant that establishes well and will come back. And, folks, it is a very understated bulb. You're used to big, flamboyant daffodils blooming in your garden. This one is not big, and it's not flamboyant. It's dainty, Uh and it's beautiful. Uh And and the little flowers hang down like bells, Uh and there are many of them per, uh, per flowering stalk. And it's just a gorgeous plant, just a... Just a delightful plant. I, I love this plant. What, uh, what is going on? You said you'd come back to it, uh, to it. Tell us about it.
2: Well, you know, we've been pinning these pupae for a reason. We do have a butterfly exhibit underway now. That started this past Friday. It runs through April 10. Uh, we will have uh, over 10,000 live butterflies from around the world in our tropical conservatory. And this creates the largest exhibit of live exotic butterflies in north-central Texas. Butterflies in the Garden offers educational programs, exciting exhibits, gift shop items, and more designed to enhance the visitor experience. People can buy timed entry tickets now through a link on the Garden's
1: website. That's really the best way to buy your ticket for a certain day and time to view the exhibit. All right, and that garden website is fwbg.org, fwbg.org, the initials of the Fort Worth Botanic Garden. What is the 24-hour information line, Steve? That is 817-463-4160. Folks, I'm going to encourage you to become a member of the Fort Worth Botanic Garden so you can go back many times, and you'll probably want to go back almost weekly this time of year. Things are going to start unfolding really quickly, aren't they, Steve? Yes, very much so. Yes, absolutely. How do they find you?
2: We are just north of I-30 on University Drive across from Trinity Park.
1: Just a couple of miles west of downtown Fort Worth, it's the same exit you take for the zoo or for TCU, except you go north, and there you are among all the beauty, and if you go in the conservatory, all the butterflies. Thank you, my friend, Steve Huddleston. Thank you. Talk to you next Sunday. Nice job. All right, and that is sponsored by the great people at Arborological Services. They are the outstanding company when it comes to tree service. They are the experts your trees deserve. You invest a lot in your landscape, in your home. It pays to invest in your shade trees. You need to have the very best in uh, uh, tree care, and that would mean the Fine International Society of Arboriculture Certified Arborists from Arborological Services. They have 12 of them on their staff. That's a lot of professional tree care. These are college-degreed plant pathologists, horticulturists, And foresters working at arborological services. That's a lot of horsepower, just to put it that way. Three of their people have been selected as arborists of the year for the state of Texas, and one of them, one of their people, Miguel Pastinez, is an 11 time champion, Texas state tree climbing champion. And Miguel even went on one year to win the North American tree climbing championship. That is what I'm talking about when I say it doesn't get any better than what you get from Arborological Services. So whether you're looking for just regular tree care to keep regular trees looking their very best, or whether you need something outstanding, you need cabling or bracing, or maybe you need something that is uh, uh, even to the realm of damage assessment and appraisal, consultation, testifying in court cases, whatever it is, these people are qualified and their opinions are the most most highly respected. Arborological Services. By the way, they got behind a little bit as they always do when there's a big storm that comes through because people truly believe in them. They're getting caught up. If they tell you it's going to be a week or two till they can get to your trees, you wait on them because they're worth it. 866. Five five two seventy two sixty seven. 552 7267 That makes it sound like there's some company out in New Jersey or something. They're not. They are strictly local, but because of all the local area codes, they just said, we'll make it easy. We'll just take a toll-free number, 866-552-7267. On the web, Arborological.com, Arborological Services.
3: I'm Tom McLaughlin with the Calloways Nursery at Flower Mound. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Tom, very much. And our first call
1: up today is going to be Tammy from Prosper. Tammy, before I go to you, let me give the number one more time because we still have one open line. That's 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Tammy, good morning. Thank you for calling.
4: Yes. So my question is, um, we have been doing some research. We've got a, a new new house in the last year doing garden beds and, and planters and a tripped across some things called non-stop begonias. They are a begonia that you plant from a bulb, and they look beautiful. Um, They're like a double uh, camellia kind of bloom. I'm wondering if you have any luck with those or know anything. See if those do good in containers, in the ground, or if you have any opinions at all.
1: Uh, The opinion I have, as much as I love begonias, I am a begonia fanatic, and you can't run fast enough away from those. The tuberous-rooted begonias need to be up north. We're way too warm for them.
0: Okay, okay, that's good, because they're expensive, and I thought, ooh, those look so pretty. Yeah, they're
1: very expensive. You're much better off to stay with the fibrous-rooted begonias. There are scores of types that will bloom from the day you plant them in April, once it gets warmer. Uh, up till the first frost, they will look the most beautiful the day it freezes. <laughs> that's the that's the hardest yeah. thing about growing pansies. I know you didn't call about pansies. It's the hardest right. thing about growing pansies is convincing yourself to take the begonias out because they never look better than they do in October and November. And uh, they'll give you a beautiful full season of color if you'll go with some of the, the, the improved uh, uh, hybrid Wax begonias, fibrous root begonias, but not oh my goodness, not the tuberous root types.
4: That's good. That's good to know. Do they do well in containers? Uh, the
0: the fibrous root. What absolutely. I
1: grow them in pots. I I grow probably three dozen a year in all kinds of conditions. I grow more in pots than I do in the ground now because first of all, it's easier to amend the soil and to work with a a, a soil. Uh, Uh, mix in a pot than a big pot they need large pots Um, uh, you know 16 inches or bigger just to give them enough room for the whole season Um, it's easier to prepare the uh, soil in a container than it is in a in a big flower bed also uh, we live in the country and we have armadillos and I just find that containers are better for that so uh, but uh, but lots of people use them very effectively in beds
0: Great. Okay, thank you so
2: much. I appreciate your help.
1: You're welcome. You're going to love them, and there are some wonderful selections. Try uh, try a lot. Thank you. All right, let's see. We'll come back. We'll go to Kevin in Arlington and uh, be happy to happy to help him. That opens the line. If you'd like to call, call right now. It's easier to get through early in the morning than it will be just a little bit later into the program. So here is the number. It's 800 288 WBAP, 800-288-9227. This hour, as we have mentioned, is sponsored by Callaways. If you happen to go into a Callaways today, and a lot of people will, be sure to tell the manager or the assistant manager, hey, thanks for sponsoring, Neil. That'll mean a lot to, to them, and it means a lot to me as well. They've been my sponsor for many, many years for this hour. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening is my book. It is not in stores, and it's not on, uh, on Amazon. The only two places you can get it are from my website or by calling my office Monday through Friday. Uh, The reason I did that was because I wanted to be able to sign every copy of the book, and I do that right after you buy it. We're in the fifth printing of the book right now. The sixth printing is on the presses, or it was two weeks ago, three weeks ago, but they pulled it off because they ran out of paper. Supply chain things. Oh, it even hits the books. You'll hear other publishers talking about that. The reason I decided to self-publish my book was so that I could make the decisions of what got included. I have found through four other books that I've written that uh, publishers make those decisions rather ruthlessly, and you end up with a book that is not what the author wanted. Lots of authors have done exactly what I've done. Chapter 1 is The Basics of Gardening in Texas, Things You Have to Know to Get Started, written for every county in Texas. Chapter 2 is the calendar of when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all of your plants in your landscape and garden. Chapters 3 through 11 are comprehensive chapters on trees and shrubs and vines and ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. I spent a year of my life writing this. I spent all of my life learning what goes into this book. 840 of my photographs and 344 pages. It's a hardback. If you'd like to get a copy, it is surprisingly only thirty-six ninety-five. That's because I didn't involve a publishing house, I didn't involve distributors, and I didn't involve stores or Amazon. It comes directly from me to you. And you save the money if it doesn't save you thirty six ninety five by the end of the springtime, I'll buy it back at full price. Here is the way here are the two ways you can order. You call my office tomorrow through friday eight hundred seven five two grow eight hundred seven five two four seven six nine The better way is to order it right now at neilsperry.com N E I L S P E R R Y.com. dot com He is our pastor, and I suspect that this morning he will be doing, and already is doing, what many of us are doing, and that is saying prayers for Ukraine. Mueller, why pay every month for a temporary storage facility when you can own a Mueller building? Mueller's backyard buildings are easy to assemble, they're affordable, and they offer a permanent storage solution right in your own backyard. With a variety of sizes available in over 30 colors from which to choose, Mueller's Backyard Building Kits complement any home or landscape. And if your equipment requires even more storage space, Mueller's Standard Series Buildings are ready to go to work for you. They're fabulous. They're absolutely fabulous. From workshops to big barns, these pre-engineered bolt-together buildings come in a variety of size and color options. You can also visit them online at MuellerInc.com. I better respell on that, M-U-E-L-L-E-R-I-N-C.com to get a free customized building estimate. And while you're there on the website, click on their color selector tool. It makes choosing the perfect combination of colors an easy decision. You can find out more about Mueller Steel Buildings and Mueller uh, Mueller Metal Roofing by calling 877-2-Mueller. That's 877-268-3553. Or visit them online once again at MuellerInc.com. Mueller for steel buildings for permanent storage. Neil Sperry
0: and Calloway's go back since our nurseries opened. I'm Kenny Milas with Calloway's in Fort Worth, Stonegate. And now back to Neil.
1: Thank you, Kenny, very, very much. And we go back to our phone lines. Let's go to Kevin in Arlington. Kevin, this is Neil. Good morning.
0: Good morning, Neil. How are you? I'm well. Thank you, sir. I, I just received the best present at the first of this month for my birthday. Uh, and guess what it was? I don't know. It was an autographed copy of your book.
1: Well, hallelujah. I'm glad to hear
0: it. I wonder who signed it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I tell you, you know, I listen to you uh, before church on most Sundays, and you've been around a while. Yeah. But I'm actually actually having a problem, and I kind of wanted to pick your brain on it. Okay. So... I have a yard front and back. It's They planted it in St. Augustine, and for some reason, I'm developing a bunch of bald spots. Now, I have a dog, and I don't know if he's doing that or if there's grubs or what, but I don't know how to bring it back.
1: How large are the bald
0: spots? Oh, my gosh. One of them's probably uh, 20 by 10. Pretty good right. size.
1: That's, that's too big for the dog. Unless the dog has a real bladder problem. Um, a yeah. little early for that. People are eating their breakfast. The uh, other question I would have then is uh, is shade involved. Do you have shade trees overhead?
0: Okay, there was some shade involved on one of the bald spots. Uh, they've since trimmed that tree back, and but I don't know if it's going to come back or not.
1: Why did they trim it?
0: Uh, I think it was kind of distressed
1: all right uh trimming a tree to get more light to a lawn really normally doesn't work because the tree will grow right back where it was a lot of trees were damaged by the cold of february 2021 and those trees were trimmed because there were dead branches in them, and and they needed to be trimmed. There are different species involved, so that's why I asked why it was trimmed. Uh-huh. I, I don't want to go off to Mars on this conversation, but if you can if you can guarantee to me that there are areas in the Saint Augustine that are in full, unadulterated sun, all day long, that are still bald, then we rule out shade as being a problem. But Saint Augustine has to have about five or six hours of sunlight. Uh, to survive and and if it has less than that then it will uh, uh, thin out and you'll have to replace it with a, a shade tolerant ground cover or take a tree out or remove a major branch so that there is always going to be more sun there not trim the tree back or not just thin mm-hmm. the tree but actually remove part of the tree. So anyway, those those are things to think about. Uh, there there does come a time that St Augustine Saint Augustine has developed a lot of baggage in the last 20 years. It is my turf grass of choice, but like uh, as I've said before a few times, like a lot of my other friends, it has developed a lot of side issues that are annoying to me. <laughs> so, um, Right. you know, gray leaf spot in the spring, uh, in the summer, I'm sorry, um, and uh, uh, is a is a real problem. And, uh, there are take all root rot in the spring. There are those mm-hmm. two problems that have come along fairly recently, and, and they are, they are really damaging to it. We had brown patch before, we had chinch bugs before, we could deal with those, but these two new ones are a lot harder. They can be dealt with, but it's just not easy.
0: How so, can I help well, what, you? Well, so what would happen, what would happen if I, uh, planted some Bermuda in those bald spots, would it just take over the whole yard? Or would no, a St. Idea? Augustine
1: is the more dominant of the grasses, um, and, and boy, even more so now my question is challenging to you of how much shade is involved, because Bermuda has to have about two hours more sun than St. Augustine does. Oh, so you have okay. to you have to figure out what is causing this problem. Okay. This is by far the most common question that I have. I've got a news break coming up, and I, I can't get very much more into detail on it. I have okay. St. Augustine Diagnostics on my website on the homepage. I just leave it there because there's not a week that goes by, but what I'm asked it eight or ten times, and I just refer okay. people to my website. But, okay. Uh, but uh, Bermuda will need even more light, and so mm-hmm. there's enough Bermuda in your lawn already that if Bermuda was going to grow there, it would already be there. So I don't okay. know that that's gonna be right. the solution. Mm-hmm. You may have to go to a ground cover. I did. I don't have any Saint Augustine anymore.
0: Okay. Well, any I'm definitely gonna it. go to your uh I'm definitely gonna go and look at the website and look see at, if I can diag diagnose. Okay, a little bit and look better. at
1: pages ninety eight and page one forty one of my book that you got. And those are okay. our yard and uh, that's the that's the replacement that I've used just because I have no direct sunlight okay. and had to had to go to Mondo Grass okay. instead. Okay. So anyway.
0: Well, I tell you, wonderful birthday present—the best book I've received, and I can't remember when. So well, much you. information in there. There is so much information. Well, you're very kind. It-
1: thank so you. Easy. I got to run, but I sure appreciate you. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Wild birds unlimited, folks. Goldfinches are here. Uh, there are lots of uh, uh, lots of goldfinches out there, and you need to get that fresh Niger thistle seed from the folks at wild birds unlimited woodpeckers and winter warblers are here they come to the suet and bark butter and they can show you things like that things that you don't find at other places that sell bird seed and bird feed they have really special products they have things for juncos and other native sparrows that are around the white millet and screech owls they can help you with that cardinals all kinds of wild birds available uh, uh, seeds and feeds available and nesting boxes the dallas store is at fifty-seven fifteen west lovers lane next to nichols and hardy nursery and garden center uh, that's david's store ron's store is at 5708 abrams road one block south of northwest highway and uh, that has just opened they've moved McKinney Birdie Stores at 3001 South Harden Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway, near Tom Thumb, and uh, I invite you to go in and let them know that you hear me and that you hear me bragging about them because these are wonderful stores. Now, you can find the location of those stores if you missed it at wbu.com/dfw. That's Wild Birds Unlimited. They are fun places to shop. It's a great hobby. Wild Birds Unlimited, bringing people and nature together and doing it with excellence, and we will now break for the news. 100 years
5: serving DFW. Trending now. Trending now. On WBAP. And WBAP.com. North Texas Ukrainians are rallying to support their home country. I'm Dennis Martin. From the Audi Dallas WBAP 24-7 News Desk. Visit Chevrolet.com WBAP First Traffic and Weather. On the right. Construction is closed 635's HOV lanes in both directions between the TI Access Road and La Prada Drive. Construction is also closed east and westbound I-30's HOV lanes between Center Street and the President George Bush Turnpike. For WBAP's first traffic on the ones, I'm Dennis Martin. Now the WBAP forecast. It'll be sunny, cool today with a predicted high of 56 degrees. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, warmer than today. Tomorrow's high 62. Right now, we're looking at 35 degrees in Dallas, 33 in Fort Worth. The Ukrainian American Society of Texas is working to coordinate refugee services for the people of Ukraine as Russia invades that country. But
2: ultimately, the most important thing everybody can do that that is listening right now is say a prayer for Ukraine. We all know prayer can make a big difference, especially when you're working with this type of a situation where it's clearly an evil act.
5: The Ukrainian American Society will be holding a rally at 1130 this morning in the colony at St. Sophia's Catholic Church. A Fort Worth based company and the Dallas Zoo have joined forces to distribute a backyard soil amendment product that they call Zoo Poo. It's a composted soil additive made from hay, bedding, and the manure from zoo animals, such as giraffes, elephants, and hippos. They say Zoo Poo is 100% organic, rich in nutrients, good for potted plants, gardens, and landscaping. I'm Dennis Martin. Our next news update will be at 9 o'clock. Check back several times throughout your day and stay informed with News Talk 820, WBAP, 99.5 FMHD2, and WBAP.com. Thank you, Dennis. Let me tell you about Callaway
1: since they sponsored this entire hour. It would be only fitting to tell you a little bit about these wonderful people. They have 21 local nurseries in the metropolis you hear me talk about uh, locally independent retail garden centers that's what they are they just happen to have more than one location imagine your garden filled with homegrown herbs it's easy with a little guidance from the friendly experts at callaways they offer you a great selection directly from texas growers that's at all 21 neighborhood locations throughout the dfw area and their 4-inch Blue Label Organic Herbs are all 30% off today only. These are beautiful plants. Have you been to Callaway's to see these? They're gorgeous plants, healthy, vigorous, and ready to go. Callaway's has everyone's favorite, including sweet basil and rosemary. Be careful of that sweet basil. Put it in a protected spot until the temperatures are above freezing. Rosemary, not, not a problem, but basil can't handle the freezing weather. It's frequently the main attraction in home gardens. It is in ours for good reason. Easy to grow. It's tender. There it is right there. Fragrant and flavorful. It's a prized addition to many of your favorite recipes. Grow in a pot. That's the way to grow it. You can just snip off a few leaves when you need it. Your sweet basil will appreciate plenty of sunshine and moist soil then it rewards you with bountiful growth rosemary an uncommonly aromatic herb will enhance your meals oh It is so good. Blooms in the winter and spring with small pink or lavender or blue flowers. With homegrown herbs, you get the rich flavors. You enjoy the satisfaction of growing them right there in your own garden. Remember, you can also plant your herbs with flowers in mixed containers. They're a great option that will provide you fragrance and texture. If you have questions, visit with one of their many Texas Certified Nursery Professionals. Tap into their knowledge. Shop local at any of the community stores or order online at callaways.com. Take advantage of their convenient curbside pickup or delivery. They're open seven days a week for your shopping convenience. That's Callaway's Nursery. Life lived beautifully. They're wonderful. They're callaways.com.
5: No one's immune from misinformation.
3: What is true? But if you want the facts... Reel in the Facebooks and the Twitters of the world. Then you're in the right place.
5: Correct information in a world of chaos and misinformation. News Talk 820 WBAV at 99.5 FM HD2.
1: Hit some hail the other day. Remember that? I'll bet you do. And if you were in the path of the hail, you need to remember this phone number. Wortham Brothers, Roofing Company, 972-562-5788. These are people who can take a badly hail-damaged roof, assess the magnitude of the damage, tell you about that, let you contact your insurance carrier. They will patiently wait for you to get your settlement and then they will step in and rescue your roof, rescue your house, rescue your family's life on the, on the, uh, on the roof. It's Wortham Brothers Roofing Company at 972-562-5788. wbroofing.com. I hope you'll give them a call. When hail comes through a neighborhood, uh, there always are little cardboard signs that get stuck up and those are companies you say I don't think I know that company. Well, you want to leave it just that way. You don't want to know that company because that company probably may not exist it may be just a sham what you want is a company that's been around for a long time there are good companies in the metroplex and i'm telling you about one right now They've been professionals in roofing since 1986, a second-generation family business, the Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. They serve all of the Metroplex and beyond. They do all kinds of roofs. They have done 100,000 roofs in that time. Once again, the contact information, they did our roof three years ago. We couldn't be happier. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company at 972 562 5788-WBRoofing.com.
0: Let the Texas Certified Nursery Professionals at your neighborhood Callaways help you. I'm Nathan Smith from the Mansfield Store, and now back to Neil.
1: Thank you, Nathan, very, very much. And in all that uh, anxiety, let me just uh, remind you that I have my free electronic newsletter, eGardens. If you'd like to see what it looks like, just go to my website. That's where you sign up for it, and click on Gardens comes every thursday i think you'll like it a lot and i hope you'll sign up for it i i spend about a day a week working on e-gardens and i'd love to have you as a subscriber i will never spam you or give or sell your email address to anybody and you can see what it looks like the the one from last thursday is waiting for you there at uh, neilsperry.com dot com. um Okay, we go back to our phone lines and let's see. I am going to line one to Susie in Bridgeport. Susie, let me give the phone number again if I could. 800 288 WBAP 800 288 9227. Susie, how can I help you?
4: Well, Susie defaulted to the husband. This is Earl.
1: Okay, Earl, how can I help you?
4: Okay, our Eli Agnes has developed a little white. All over it, top to bottom. Um, it's in a line. There's 15 of them together, and it's gotten over one a little bit. It's only on the top of the leaf. It's um, you can wipe it off with your hand. <clears throat> I don't see this doing any damage yet to the to the plant, but um, we can't find out what it is. Um, we we've, we've looked everywhere and asked and so forth, and uh, we're just not sure.
1: You got any all ideas? Right the it, it, eliagnus is an interesting plant and i get a lot of calls on eliagnus uh, both the white spots on top and most especially the the little brown brown or reddish brown spots on the backs of the leaves and those are all normal um i get more on the ones on the backs of the leaves than i do on top and i've never had anybody say they could mm-hmm. brush them off or rub them off that that one is a little disconcerting how did how did your eliagnus plants look in um let me just pick a let me let me just pick a date that is uh two months removed in april 2021 they look great and they were they had been in the ground through the winter of february 2021
4: yes sir and um they've been looking fine now they are showing some they're showing some uh difficulty right now because of course the the uh consistent freezes but um this particular one is the only one. Now, The one of the plants right next to it has a few leaves that are it's starting to show on. And uh, it looks to me, too, like, excuse me, Neil, but it's a little white, cottony-looking thing, and I can almost see a very tiny, rust-colored spot inside of it. But it's not much bigger than a pencil lead.
1: This is an insect?
4: I don't know. No, I can't tell it's an insect at all. No.
1: All right, in I've grown pumpkin. Eliagnus all of my life. It, this is not a lack of my knowledge of the plant. Um, the reason I ask you how they looked in, um, uh, in, in April of 2021, <laughs> Eliagnus was devastated by the cold last year. Everywhere that I went, I was dismayed well, by it because it's always been one of my go to shrubs to recommend to people, and they were just devastated. And yours well, all that's came probably- through fine?
4: Yes, sir. That's why we took the uh Indian hawthorn out because they were so destroyed that we no, went I'm back d- with the illy, yeah And when
1: when were these planted then?
4: <clears throat> oh my. Well they've been in sixteen months.
1: They were Okay. What yeah. month what, what month and what year were they planted?
4: Um Neil, is this a pop test? (laughs) No, it's not. Uh, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to make
1: sure that what we're seeing is not leftover damage from last year. I'm getting, I, the, the thing, the news thing kicking in on me really threw my mind into a, into a spin. So I apologize. Um, I don't know of a problem that's like you're describing and I'm really serious about trying to help. Uh, what I'm trying to do is make sure that these were in the ground growing in your landscape um in february mid february 2021 that they went through the winter because i saw so few that made it through unscathed that i'm thinking this may still be leftover damage from that that's that's what i'm wondering
4: yeah well actually um it, it, I mean, i'm i'm sorry i can't describe it better but i can take my finger a thumb and just wipe it off and the leaf is fine there's no damage to the leaf there's no and it's on the top no surface display.
1: Okay. Only it's, on the top surface, yes, sir. All right, all right. Um, and only white comes off, nothing red? It's just white? Just white, yes, sir. Okay, you mentioned that you saw something red on the inside. Well, um,
4: it, it maybe be just the, and my wife can't see it, but it, you know, I don't know. But I, I think there's just a little bitty speck, but the white will stay in one piece. It's just like a piece of cotton or like a square. Um, um, scum or something
1: <laughs> okay what i was going to start to say is it's it is possible that you have a residue on the top surface that would be left um i have seen this on Ely agnes it seems to form um, if if it's in irrigation water or mm-hmm. if if you're in a period of of dry weather where it isn't hit with rain for a period of time it will form a almost like a parchment uh uh Layer on the top surface, and almost like a um, like a glazing, like you'd see on a, a very thin glazing, like you see on a donut or on uh, something of that sort. Is that what you're describing? Yeah. No,
4: sir. No. All right. It is I, need to, I need to I need to see a
1: photograph of it, Earl. And the best way to do that, I'll if if there's it. any way to put me a, a photo on my Facebook page, that would do. that would that would help a huge amount. And I'll try my very best to help you. Yeah. I want to I want to yeah. give you one. I'm sorry, yes, I, I keep seem to keep talking when you're talking. Go ahead, I'll wait. No, no I I was just going to thank you.
4: Uh, yeah, it's a problem, so I'll send you a picture.
1: Well, post it, don't send it. Post it on my Facebook page. It's just in my name, Neil Sperry. I will uh, warn you that Facebook seems to decide for me where they're going to post them. And they post them all over the place chronologically. I'm having a terrible time with it. But I'm going to search up and down and look for it. If you'll post, if you'll tell me you're going to post it, I'm going to spend time looking for it, and I'll try to help okay. you. I will give it my best. I appreciate it. Thank you so Thank much. You.
4: And I, we do have your book, and we enjoy your book. <laughs> it's well,
1: great. I, you know, I appreciate that very much. I didn't mean to come across as yeah. flippant earlier. I just uh, oh, really no, trying no. to trying to figure out what it might be because it's not anything I recognize. Yes, okay, thanks for the call, and I'll try okay. to help. Thank you. Appreciate. Yes, Facebook um, I used for 12 years, and it has become so disconcerting. Uh, I answer questions, and then uh, I go back and just look to see if there's been another response to it. And I find that another question was posted uh, 30 minutes ago, and it's posted back a week ago, back with the questions from a week ago, and I, I never see it. And uh, until I just scroll all the way back, I just don't have time to look back and back and back all the time. So I've just about given up on Facebook, not because I'm unwilling to do it. I just don't have time to mess with that kind of format. I don't know what they've done. So anyway, forgive me. Um, But I I will give it a try, especially if I know he's going to do it like he said he would. Neil Sprays Lone Star Gardening is my book, and I'd like to get it in your hands. And uh, the way I do that is uh, not because you go into a store to buy it, because it's not in stores. It's not on Amazon. If you look it up there, you may still see the Cowboy Boot Book. It was done in 1991 or 1982. Those are almost historically interesting now, and and a little more than that. This one is so much better. This is the book that has 840 photographs and 344 pages, 25 multi-page charts to help you make the best selections in a hurry of the best plants for your landscape and garden. Now, I I think you'll find it to be your go-to gardening reference. Uh, Carolyn Sky was my editor, Cindy Smith the graphic designer who got to sort through 1200 of my photographs and pick those that best depicted the the comments I was trying to make. Chapter 1 covers the basics of gardening in Texas, things you have to know to get started, things that apply to all the 11 Uh, chapters chapter two is a 48 page calendar that will pay for the book all by itself it tells you when to plant prune fertilize and spray all of the plants that you're trying to grow four pages per month wait till you see it and you'll understand why i say what i do and i also guarantee you this book will pay for itself by the end of the spring or i'll buy it back from you at full price Chapters 3 through 11 are detailed chapters on trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. I sign every copy of the book as it sells, and I'll have it to you very, very quickly. I'll be signing tonight and tomorrow. We'll get it in the mail no later than Tuesday. And uh, as I mentioned, satisfaction guaranteed, 74,000 copies sold and not one request for a refund yet. So, I'd like to get one to you. The way you do it, go to my website or call my office. The office phone number, Monday through Friday, 800 752 GROW. 800 752 4769. The better way, though, is to order it from the website right now. And that's Neil Sperry, N E I L S P E R R
3: Y. supplies helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams
1: you might be thinking about replacing your old window treatments with beautiful plantation style shutters and if you have that in your mind number one you're going to be upgrading the look of your home a bunch and number two if you get sunburst shutters you're going to be uh, contributing a great deal to energy conservation i mentioned yesterday on klif on my program there That A couple of nights ago, when there was some question of whether school would be in the next day, uh, my wife uh, woke up in the middle of the night, we were kind of listening for the rain, the freezing rain, and she opened up our sunburst shutters to look out, and she said, oh my gosh, it's cold behind those. That is the insulating value. We have great windows, but... The sunburst shutters really uh, complete the whole package. They are the most energy efficient shutters in America. There were tests that were run by an independent third party, I think called the federal government that showed that to be the case. That's uh, I think that's a correct statement. I know that the energy efficiency is, I, I think it was the government that did that. Anyway, these are made of polywood. It is a man-made material. It contains no wood so they don't crack or warp or split or peel Every Sunburst Shutter is made for a specific window, carefully measured and made for that window, so it's going to fit perfectly. They install them for you. This is not some do-it-yourself thing. Oh my goodness! That must be a dreadful experience. These are done the right way. Let them bring samples to your home and show you how great they would look in your windows. They'll help you make the right choice of of louver size, two and a half, three and a half, and four and a half inch louver size. You will love them as much as we have for the last more than a decade. Sunburst Shutters, nice people as well. Also available in Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and Waco. Two one four. 343 2601. SunburstShutters.com 214 343
0: We at Callaway's are proud to offer the finest in plants, products, and services. I'm Lori from the North Arlington Callaway's. We're proud to be sponsoring this segment of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now back to Neil.
1: Thank you, Lori, very, very much. Very much. Uh, let me give you the phone number again. Let's fill those lines back up again. 800-288-WBAP. 800-288-9227. If you have a question about anything in urban horticulture, whether it might be your lawn, your landscape, your flower, vegetable garden, house plants, whatever it is, I'll be happy to tackle it. I don't do pastures. I'm not a chicken and goat man. Those are not my specialty, not even close, but I'll be happy to help anything in horticulture. Let's uh, let's go to Tom in Glen Rose. Tom, this is Neil. Good morning.
0: Hey, good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, um, yeah, I'm looking to, um, actually, I lost a whole row of red tip fotenias a couple years ago to some kind of disease. So I'm looking to replace that, just a natural sense. Um I had a, uh, a landscaper recommend a, a wax myrtle, and i just call to see what you might recommend. Anything
1: but wax myrtle. Um, oh, <laughs> they are they are native to southeast Texas, where it rains seventy inches a year and where the soils are acidic. Uh, are Does it rain seventy inches in Glen Rose? I don't think so. Not quite. Not quite, and especially this year so far. Um, I am. That's on my. I have a, a short list of about ten or twelve plants that I refer to as my never again, Neil list plants <laughs> that i have tried and been bitterly disappointed with and uh, the problem with uh, wax myrtles uh, is that they start dying the minute you plant them one branch at a time and they start mm. out so pretty and then you lose a branch you lose another branch and pretty soon they're really bizarre looking um okay I, I think they're lovely plants and there are people who really like them and a few who do well with them i don't mean to cast no, that's okay. somebody else's choices. Yeah. Uh, how tall and wide are you looking for with your plants? Pardon me. How tall and wide do you need for these um,
0: plants? I'm about ten to fifteen feet tall. As long as they stay green all year, I can. I'm, I'm pretty flexible on how wide or how narrow. Right. And are there. you
1: looking? Are you looking at a? Tell, is this in in a rural area or is it in town? It'd be rural. All right. Um, my. My choice in our rural area, we live in in Collin County, but we're out in the country. Um, I chose, rather than putting a row of anything in, to put a variety of things. And and I I used as my anchor red cedar, eastern red cedar, which is the native juniper. But now that one, you have a couple of things I have to warn people about. It's a big plant, so it has to be farther away from the house. Um, it, It gets much taller than what you said. It'll get 30 feet tall, 35 feet tall. And so I have to, I put it out there and I staggered them so they weren't in a row. I'm not much about planting things in rows when I live out in the country because nothing was in rows other than along a fence. If you have a fence and you're trying to landscape right along a fence, and that's one thing. Uh, if you need something that gets uh, 10 to 15 or 16 feet tall, Nellie R. Stevens Hollies would be absolutely my, my number one plant. Uh, It would be hard for anything even to come into the same league. you got the major leagues, now you got the Class C league (laughs) for the others because it it is such a lovely shrub and it's dependable. The the secret with it is moisture, uh, getting it started. You're going to need to water it by hand for the first couple of years to make sure that you never, ever let the plants get dry. You're not going to know that they're too dry until they are way too dry. And you've lost them because they don't wilt. You can't tell. Uh, you need to. You need to be really mindful during the summer to, to water them every two or three days by hand. Uh, if okay. you have a big basin or something like that where you can fill it with water, that's a good start. But but Nellie R. Stevens, if you come into into Fort Worth or uh, in probably into Glen Rose itself, you'll see Nellie R. Stevens hollies that have attained the size you need and uh, that are just absolutely beautiful right now. Uh, Space them, if you're going to let them grow full size, space them 10 to 12 feet apart. And uh, if you want to have an irregular line, then group them in uh, a zigzag pattern so that they're not uh, exactly the same distance apart and you can have a very pretty uh, uh, planting. If you think of a young child folding a piece of paper to make a fan, it's never completely perfect, Well, that and then open it up. That's kind of what you would do with the planting. If you wanted to have something irregular, um, but uh, okay. uh, they they are wonderful. That's what I've used in, in closer up to our house.
0: Okay, and what, when would be the best time to plant those?
1: Well, um, you can plant them twelve months a year, and they're available twelve months a year. If you're going to do it this spring, I would buy them as soon as you can because they're going to be depleted very quickly. Uh, people okay. just they were gone by the 10th of March last year in nurseries uh, because everybody wanted them they survived the cold and looked great. Um oh, okay. The best time to plant them would be October because it gives them that much longer to get roots established before you get into the into the summer. Uh if you okay. if you buy 20 gallon plants let me give you a ru- a rule of green thumb. You buy 20 gallon plants or 10 whatever it is, you need to put that much water on each plant every time you water it in the summer. And you ought to water it uh, uh, about probably every two or three days during the summer. So a 20-gallon yeah. plant would get 20 gallons of water every second or third day. Use a water bubbler, not a breaker, but a bubbler. It's a rare tool that you may have to buy online. Size of a man's fist with holes the size of a finger. And it makes it so easy to water. They're wonderful. Now, I'm out of time for this hour, but that should help, Tom. That should get you started. Appreciate your call. Folks, another hour coming up. Stay tuned.